it's so we're live. Yeah, we're live. Uh, so um, thanks for coming by, man. It's really cool to have you here. Uh, and thanks for um, uh, being game to chat. Well, of course. Yeah. I always um, had fun with Ryan. Why not? Yeah. Why not get casual with Ryan Proctor? <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> episode uh, 18. Episode 18. What's up? Uh, so this is Greg Hill. Uh, we're in Revelstoke. It's the first time we're on the road. Um, I, I don't know if I'll go on the road again, but uh, it's good to be here for sure. It's kind of the same setup as I had in my kitchen at home, so it seemed to work out well. Seems similar. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Greg Hill, uh, skier, adventurer, multiple injury survivor. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um, so uh, this is episode 18. Yeah. So thanks for um, being part of it. And uh, we, like I said, I don't have an agenda. I know. Where is he going to go with this? So I'm just going to, I'm going to ask some questions. <laughs> Um, I think most people who watch this might know who you are, um, but no, uh, probably not. Yeah, the last time I saw you, I was in town for um, a production I was working on, uh, and we were mountain biking. Yeah, but I saw you today with a uh, electric mountain bike. How long have you had that for? I've had it for just over a month. Oh, so it's super fresh. Yeah, it's definitely fresh. Right, and you dig it? I dig it. Yeah. Yeah, I've been driving the electric car for seventy thousand kilometers now, and and I'm trying oh. to figure out how to incorporate an electric bike into my lifestyle just right. to see if there's a point to it. Cause you're trying to do your whole, like obviously be like, um, impact free as much <laughs> <Yeah>. as possible. <laughs> Less Live neutral. There's yeah. still lots of impact. Uh, electric adventure is kind of a, what people have called me lately, but yeah, just trying to have, see if we can adventure differently. And, um, basically right. it's just gas pa- instead of gas powered, it's electricity right. powered. And so. 70,000 kilometers on that car. Yeah. It's yeah. still, oh, no, still it's runs. Awesome. Yeah. 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 Do you, and uh, I, I've seen it. I've been in it. It's fast, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if anybody's had a. Well, that's what I squealed out in the parking lot for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's cool. That's badass. Uh, it's super fast. And I, I don't, I've, uh, I, I was on an electric bike kind of comparing it to a car, but it's just the same thing. As soon as you hit the, hit the, hit the power, it goes. Yeah. It's awesome. There's no like screwing around. No. Yeah. That's cool. But yeah, no, I just got that bike basically a month ago and I'm trying to see what, how I can access adventures with it and not even use my car, use less. It's like, sure. I've started this electric car thing, electric adventures. And it's like, well, that's cool. If you can afford a $45,000 car, yeah, what happens right. if somebody d- can't afford a car and they're like, right. well, I still want to try to be better. And it's like, well, maybe these electric bikes are the way maybe I, because I have it, I'll drive a lot less to trailheads just cause it's quick and fast. Right. You don't kind of burn out getting there. I mean, you don't probably, you probably won't burn out, but I yeah. mean, you can, uh, it, uh, assist your oh yeah no some of the first day i did it somebody's like well why didn't you just road bike there i'm like well because we went on a 10 kilometer run yeah and if we road bike there it would have been a 20 kilometer road bike right total and then a 10 kilometer run it would have been quite tiring where it's like well i'm, I'm going for a run right oh you bike to your run yeah oh so that's again oh. bike to the trailhead and oh then cool ran it. i'm gonna fix this closer you're going to talk to me. If you, it, you can talk to forward. You can do whatever you well, want. I want to talk to you. Yeah. It's kind of awkward this way. Casual with Ryan. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yes, yeah, so you went, you biked. Uh, yes. Yeah, so we got cushions on top of the stools here. Cause the stools are too short in Revelstoke. They don't, they don't grow. Look tall, though. Yeah. They don't grow tall stools. Uh, but yeah. That's all I've done. I've just biked to some trailheads, just biked to some trailheads with it and try to check it out. And I've got it set up now so I can pop some skis on it. Got a couple oh, panniers, a couple racks. I can quickly right. just throw my boots, put my backpack, skis, and then go for a ride to the trailhead or wherever I'm going skiing. So that's pretty rad. But in the wintertime, yeah, it's not practical in the winter. I think right. it's going to be practical in the fall. 
Yeah. And in the spring. In the middle of winter, I mean, it's not super practical. No, but you could put like spikes in the tire or something, right? Was it a fat? T- it wasn't fat tires, no. right? No. Okay. Yeah. I see, I've seen like a bunch of fat tire electric bikes. Yeah, they're pretty crazy. Those are kind of weird, yeah. Um, yeah, because if uh, I'm, I kind of think about getting one, but mm-hmm. they make full suspension ones. And I tried one a little while ago. And yeah, man, as soon as you put that thing in red, like the red button, the red yeah. mode, it goes, dude. Yeah, like why would you ever be in any other mode is the problem. Well, yeah, like if I'm going to put it in yellow mode or whatever, green mode, I guess green's easiest. It's kind of like, I don't need it to, I don't want it. I kind of want a bit of resistance, I guess. I don't know. I'm still on a regular bike. So it feels like, like I think you'd get way more time on your bike. Yeah. I haven't found it. People are like, oh, you still get a workout with it. But I haven't really felt that. I biked 30 kilometers in a headwind, Mm -hmm. you know, where it was serious headwind. Mm -hmm. And I passed this road biker. She was on her carbon fiber bike. Yeah. And I just kind of passed her. It looks weird. She looked at me, she said, God, that better be an e-bike. Anyhow, it was like, <laughs> it, it makes it pretty easy. My heart rate barely went over 100 right. and whatever while I was going 32 kilometers an hour into a headwind. It's pretty cool, man. Um, I think it does look weird, though, because you're going faster than you pedal. Mm-hmm. It's like not moving your arms when you walk. <laughs> I think it just kind of looks weird because you're like, no, nope, yeah. I'm not, you're not used to that scene of like seeing somebody's feet just kind of moving. They're like <laughs> cruising yeah. along. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna try to walk tomorrow without my arms. That should be good. Oh, it's it's tough, dude. Or try to move your arms the same with the same leg, uh, <laughs> dude. It's like it's a mind bender. It literally is tough. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's that whole electric thing. I haven't. I've seen a few in Whistler, um, but I don't. Uh, how, how do you feel about it? I mean, well, I see where I see it perfect is on the downhill places, like where it's typically truck shuttle. Oh, okay, yeah. To wicked downhills, right. but truck shuttling, all somebody always gets screwed because they have to shuttle. Right. And then you're using the truck and then and it's like, oh, who's next? And then it's like, oh, am I going to be the nice guy and shuttle? Or, right. Well, and if you're a nice. jerk all day, he hasn't shuttled anybody. Yeah, that keeps cutting me off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whereas with the e-bikes last year, we took it, both my buddy and I, Jeff, we biked out to the trailhead. We did two, I don't know, 1,500 foot laps, super casually. Yeah. Fun ride, casual on the up, chatting, yeah. another ride. You know, nobody had to sacrifice anything. And that, to cool. me, that's awesome. Yeah, I think people when they say they still get a workout is because they're out of shape to begin with. Mm-hmm. So going downhill, like for me going downhill, I get a bit of a workout going downhill, but not oh, yeah, as much sure. as obviously going uphill. Yeah. But I think it's like, uh, I, my thought is, so the ones that I saw had full suspension. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why don't you just give me a full downhill bike? Like if it's going to assist me. Yeah, yeah. And it's like an enduro, they're putting it on an enduro bike. Just give me like a double crown and a huge bike. Yeah, yeah, because it doesn't matter. Yeah, right. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You just still sit in super like backseat kind of Cadillac style. It'd be yeah. awesome. They don't yeah. Last year when we were doing it on the downhill place, we had the Rocky Mountain Altitude. Is that what they are? Yeah, uh, yeah. Power place. Right. There's Instinct power place. Wicked bike. It's yeah. definitely good experience, but I agree with you. Why not go burly or why not go even bigger shocks and bigger yeah. travel? Because it's a 50 pound bike as it is. Right. And until the engines are like this big this big uh until the engines are pretty small i mean it's still gonna be it's gonna weigh enough that's yeah. like what's the i don't know i just think it'd be sick to have a downhill bike because then shuttling you can still do the same yeah generally shuttling laps are harder downhills are kind of bigger right yeah 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 um but yours are hardtail so just for yeah this one's a hardtail so it's kind of an interesting placement i'm not sure where exactly it works that's why i've got panniers on it because i want it as an adventure mobile right that's kind of where it makes sense i think so but if you didn't put panniers and racks on it I'm not sure where the hardtail fit. Benefit of the hardtail. Yeah. But it's a ripping bike. I mean, it's got nice seven inches in the front. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. It looks dope. It looks like an adventure movie. It looks like 
you could go anywhere, really. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's most places. Sort of what I'm setting it up for. Yeah. Are there other people in Rebel Stoke that have a few guys? Yeah, there's a few guys. Yeah. Yeah. Like when I went for that run, Bruno Long ripped out on his. Yeah. His is some Chinese version. It goes like 50 or 47 kilometers an hour. That's pretty fast, man. (laughs) It's really fast. dude. Oh, yeah. No, he. (laughs) On a flat, obviously, but yeah. No, even uphill. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah. What's going on? Really, eh? Yeah. Mine is uh, governed at 32 because that's the safety standard to not make it a motorcycle or. Right. And is his, is his like a engine added onto the bike or is it yeah, incorporated yeah no he built it onto the bike. oh right but at Arcteryx that guy Mike Blankarn had that have you seen his like gas powered mountain bike he built back in the day mm-hmm. that thing yeah looked like a tugboat but <laughs> just like smoke out the back <laughs> yeah I don't, know how fast, I don't know how fast that went but 50 dude that's pretty fast yeah you don't like that's faster than a school zone. It's like five kilometers faster than a school zone. Yeah, you the 32 is pretty good. But yeah. I mean, I do. I did enviously watch him go up the hill. Right. And you still, so do you even pedal? Do you have a bike that... His doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't pedal at all. No. You don't have to pedal on it. You don't have to pedal on it. You this. have to pedal on yours, right? Mine you do, yeah. Right. But do you have a, do you still have your full suspension bike? That yeah. You, okay. Yeah. Right. I haven't ridden trail at last. My last bike ride last year was, uh, I broke my collarbone. Oh, I remember seeing that. A couple that. other things. Right. So Jeez, dude. I'm waiting to get back on the bike. Right. Soon, no. Remember that time we went mountain biking with Eric Derricks in Worcester Blackcomb's bike park? Oh, we yeah. were top of the world. I think <laughs> you had a flat tire. Somebody did. Yeah. It took like 45 of us to change a flat tire. <laughs> yeah. Will Stanhope, like Canada's <laughs> best climber, watching him on the bike. Dude. That was fun. That was, yeah, that was pretty. He weighed like six pounds. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a fun time. I remember... Uh, uh, Last time we went biking when I was here, it's pretty. I've been. I've only this one time I ever biked here. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good trails. Yeah, yeah. like it's decent. No, shit. it's it's evolving for sure. Yeah, and is uh, we're in April right now. Is you can't mountain bike on the mountain until you unless you do your own pedaling up there, right? Yeah, exactly. I'm not sure when they're probably open it once the alpines in, so it must be right. July or right. something. Do they dig trails out? Do they go yeah, no. I, we were skiing them this year. It's this awesome oh, berm fun, trail. Right? Supposedly, basically, you get up to the top of the Gandhi and you'll have to bike up seven kilometers for a 15 kilometer down but oh. on, on the e-bike they're gonna yeah. allow e-bikes so they're it's uh oh it's gonna be an e-bike friendly zone up there why do they have to allow e-bikes i don't get it wouldn't they just just have an e-bike you go up well there's the whole thing in bc we're not allowed e-bikes on a lot of our trails oh really yeah, yeah. i don't have any bikes so i have no idea <laughs> yeah. yeah downhill trails here are okay but our cross-country zone you're not allowed and that's because I think you have too many laps. You're gonna erode it too fast, right, or something? You're yeah, too I'm not sure. Part of me is wondering why people are being so. It's the diehards in the. It, in the it's the diehards, but you started mountain biking back in the day because you were different, and you built your own trails, and it was different. Yeah. And now it's like they're worried about different people. I mean, I guess there's probably some rationale to it. I guess. I mean, if everyone mm. does three more laps in a day, mm. the trails do get more worked. Yeah. You know, especially they're trying to keep up now as it is. Yeah. Yeah. But no, this trail on the hills here, the trails on the hill here, it's our first year. They're going to be oh. building a trail every week or something. And the 15 kilometers from the top down looks incredible. Yeah. Yeah. We had more fun skiing it this year than any of the other runs. Uh, It's the first year it's open for bike park here? Yeah. The Riverstock? Yeah. Oh. There's been a bunch of trails at the bottom that were built back in the day and continued to evolve. But yeah, this is the first real oh. year. So they, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, I got to come back. Oh yeah. No, it's know, be good. that's pretty sick. They look awesome. The ones I've, I mean, the ones, the parts I've seen and the ones that they built last year look pretty good. Right. So. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah, I've, I gotta come back and check it out. I haven't, I, uh, I haven't been in the Whistler Black on Bike Park in a while either, but it's just so packed. Yeah, oh yeah, okay. It's fun as shit, but it's so packed. Yeah, this is gonna be different because to go from the top of the Gandhi, you're gonna have to pedal. It's not just downhill. So it's gonna be a little different. 
Oh, really? Like how much of a pedal is it? Like it's steep as shit. Five hundred sure. meters or something oh. vertically. Oh, yeah, like straight up. Vertically, like Rebel well, not Stoke. straight up. It's well, yeah, yeah, yeah Rebel Stoke <laughs> <Just style. go laughs> right up. Yeah, that's cool. I haven't. Uh, I gotta come and check it out. But I brought my bike and I haven't used it yet. I've been too busy. Mm-hmm. But I can't say why I'm here. So Whatever. you're just here for the podcast, aren't you? Yeah, I came to see you, man. For yeah, sure. Yeah, exactly. I was like, I'll talk to Greg. I'll drive out there, <laughs> hang out, put a <laughs> microphone in front of his face. He would talk to me. Uh, but yeah, I um. So have you been doing any? We're gonna talk about skiing, even though I said I wouldn't talk about skiing, yeah. but I have to with you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, actually, no. If we're talking about protect our winters. Uh, I did an event in Whistler called Intersection for yeah. the Whistler Ski and Snowboard Festival, and Douglas was there. I uh, did a bit. Of sp- it was uh, the event was sponsored by Cliff and Protect Our Winters. I guess oh, they're yeah. partnering up or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Douglas did a little speech about it, and um, it's pretty good. It's really relevant to our town, like skiing and stuff. And, um, and it's in Canada now, just pretty fresh right yeah it's, last september we started okay, in canada cool. and are so. you like um who are the are you are nothing you, i'm just an ambassador for a t-shirt yes yeah, wear a t-shirt cool because it's free no. right <laughs> yeah it was free it's actually quite nice it's quite yeah. stretchy oh nice no honestly i actually tried to start protect our winters like three years ago i got all the paperwork i got the yeah. websites i talked to lawyers i did all stuff and and then i realized that that's not what i do i can't, i don't know how to create a board I don't right know, like a non-profit so it kind of got uh i got a little stalled out stalled out yeah i was just like oh this is not me and then luckily dave herb took over he's this guy from ontario and he just he he loves that stuff he loves the paperwork he loves all the stuff that just freaked me out and he's got a he started off and it's it's great it's gaining momentum Mm -hmm. but i mean basically it's a voice for all of us outdoorsy people that are like hey Let's it try to be, be. Let's try to be a bit better towards the world. It's tough, man, because like you're trying to have fun, and you like we talked about e-bikes, but I mean you have like guys who sled and stuff a bunch. And, oh yeah, and, yeah. And so like there's still yeah. uh, that draw to do. There that is stuff. that draw, and that, like that's part of the issue is that we're the ones that love love it the most out there. We're right. the outdoorsy people. We're the ones that watch the sunrises, sunsets. Yeah. We love deep pow, whatever. But if you often look at the way we access it, it's it, it's not great. Right? No, but I've seen the people I've seen who are. Um, connected with with protect our winters and some of the more like kind of um elder statesmen and elder states women i don't know elder states people i guess sorry in uh, in skiing i feel like they are in snowboarding um they're splitboarding more often they're kind of more conscious because they've seen it all over the years yeah yeah you know i think hopefully that changes the younger generation today. yeah it's tough there's not a lot of options now is the problem right i mean there are electric snowmobiles coming there's other tioga co- ones or whatever Tyga, yeah but i haven't Tyga. seen one this year but i mean things are changing but Right now, like to be the cool outdoorsy guy, you're supposed to have the F three fifty or the big diesel Dude. with a snowmobile or two on the back. Yeah. Bikes in the summer, like it's yeah. carbon intensive. So Dude. like but th- I mean, I'm not saying that's bad. I've had the big truck and the sled right. and everything, but yeah. I think that we we should just kind of figure it out a bit better. Like if there are options, let's explore them. Right. I don't know. I it's heard- tough. It's tough saying it. like if you'd look too deeply in it, it's pretty F, demoralizing you're like really should i just be burning it like <laughs> everything's got this flip side right yeah i guess yeah um i don't like to get depressing about electric vehicles and stuff like that but um i saw this tioga or tioga whatever tioga sled a couple years ago in whistler block and it sounded like it was about to explode yeah yeah it's like like all crankly and like slamming around and just like well the problem with the electric motor or engine or what powertrain whatever you call it is that you because it it doesn't have a loud sound. It doesn't cover all the other sounds. Right. Like you're everything else. So like normally you don't notice all the, cause all yours. <laughs> That's true, I guess. Oh yeah. It covers everything. Yeah, right. So once you make it a quiet motor, yeah. then it all of a sudden everything else is noisy and yeah. Right. 
But I think there's a ways to go. But I mean, protect our winters. Like most of us recognize we're hypocrites, and we're like, okay, yeah. we're hypocrites. But we need, you know, we need make- to change. But really, in the end, we need governments to change because sure. Yeah, I've half my footprint in the last for the last That's three years cool. from what it was before. Yeah, but like, how much is that really helping? You know, I've I've helped influence people. That's cool, but it's yeah. like we need we need big businesses to all of a sudden realize that they have to you know get ship shape or not. You know, it's got to be on mass right at some point. If it's, on mass. These small these small little uh, these small little bits help for sure. They help. No, for sure. But I guess it's just like is the momentum going to stay? People going to be? Is the next thing going to change? Like your direction or, or not yours, but like. You know, it's it is difficult to try to have less of a footprint. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot but of like, be conscious of it is the biggest step. It's sure. like, okay, I flew to Mexico. My wife and kids wanted right. to go to Mexico for March break, and I'm yeah. like, I'm not gonna sit there and say, no, you have to stay here. We right. do nothing. Fair. But we flew down. And I paid for our carbon offsets. Offsets. Yeah. And you know, it it, it goes to helping solar projects in third worlds and sure. help. It helps. Yeah. So at least it's like guilt take some of it and it helps something else you know yeah. i'm not perfect it was a great trip we needed it the kids yeah. experienced third world or second world country i'm not sure what mexico's called i'm not sure either but um i talked about this last week with another podcast guest todd lawson for mountain life we were talking about how um can we find a is there a way to balance it where you can you like the necessity of like say not necessity of flying but like the idea of flying is pretty pretty impactful on our environment but if you knock out everything else that you that took you there that is a consumption method or like a fossil mm-hmm. fuel burning method. Can that be okay to yeah, fly yeah. somewhere? Or when you get there, you're better when you're there. Sure. And do you learn about cultures? Go, look, this is really affecting how we're like, if you go to Indonesia or somewhere else where there's like tornadoes and tsunamis, or whatever else is happening there on a more regular basis, even in the U S you travel to experience these things and go, wow, it's really impacting our environment, what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And then you cut back in ways that allow you to keep experiencing those other cultures and yeah. places. Well, that's the thing is that life experiences are so important. Travel is so important, but right. You know, it's just not being flippant about it. I think it's like, right. okay, you know, yes, I'm doing that. What else am I doing to balance it out? It's like, it's not just this selfish, okay, I'm going to Mexico and I'm going there, I'm going there. It's like, okay, what can we do? I'm there. Yes. Yeah. But I did less there, less there. I didn't do those two trips so I could do this one or right. I, I don't know. Yeah. It's, yeah. I don't it's know. not, it's not, I mean, this, this, nothing's yeah, perfect. I'm, yeah. I'm not going <laughs> to try to get you to give me a permanent answer. A permanent <laughs> no. answer here. No, but I mean, so right now, my goal for the last, almost two years has been okay 100 different mountains electrically yeah and i've been like i said i drove seventy thousand kilometers you know that's a ton of gas saved i've you know tried to stay local i've done a bunch of different things and once i hit 100 i'm gonna keep going yeah but i'd also like to look at traveling to other places and doing a little bit of social good while i'm there so right it's like that's kind of what happened to me is all of a sudden I looked and I'm like, well, all I do is travel. I go and climb a mountain. I don't do anything for the cultures there. I take pictures. Wow. It's beautiful. Right. You know, wow. You guys are so cool. You're so unique. And then I do nothing for them, give them some money. Right. But really there's no, like, we're just so almost spacemen. We come in, we, we don't really yeah, true. interact. We kind of think we do. And then we do, we climb our mountain. That's so important to us. And then we go home. Right. So now once I start flying to some adventures again, my goal is once I get there is to try to figure out something good to do. Mm. It's a five week trip, do two weeks of helping with build wells or whatever it is. There's just try to figure out something that makes it like not just a selfish activity where I'm going to climb some mountain. It's like, okay, I'm going there. I'm going to help give something back to these people, to this cool culture. And then that'll hopefully help balance out my, my flights or whatever. It's cool. It makes sense because if, if that's you becomes your motivation is to like help, 
um, it to offset your your travels, but and have an impact socially. You also impact yourself, which means you come back and pass it on to more. Yeah, you're going to learn more you know, influence. You'll you'll get a lot more out of the trip too. Yeah. Like I think think to my trips to Nepal, and it's like imagine if I'd actually like stayed somewhere. And I don't know, built a toilet. Who knows what? But Whatever. like. You build a toilet, that'd be sick. I don't know you build a toilet, but it'd be awesome. Probably, <laughs> yeah. I think it's a mold. Yeah. <laughs> Not there, man. They're right. pit toilets. You'd probably oh, you'd dig a hole. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Dig a, dig, dig a hole, build a building around it. But I mean, there'd be so much more that I would have gotten from the trip. Sure. Instead of just gone and tried to climb the eighth highest mountain in the world. Right. And then come home, you right. know, so. How many mountains have you climbed? Do you, can you I'm kind of right around 80. There's, this, yeah, somewhere around 80 right. different sides. And you have to get right to the top. To call it a climb. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's been lots of ones that are like, well, that wasn't quite a summit or whatever. Yeah. But right. There's been lots of canoeing, biking, climbing. There's all sorts of other things happening. But like yeah. that 80. goal is supposed to, yeah. And how long, uh, what, when did you start keeping track from the day one? Yeah. The first electric summit, Rubens and I did a trip down from Vancouver to California. Did you climb. take a Tesla? No, we did. Oh. That was another trip. We oh, took, okay. no, we took a Nissan Leaf was our oh, first cool. one. Oh, cool. 150 kilometer range. Oh, ouch. Really? <laughs> yeah. Fuck. How, how, did you have like three months to get there? How long did it take? <laughs> yeah. It was a three week trip, I think, but we climbed Baker, Rainier, Adams, Hood, yeah. you know, a bunch cool. of them right down to Shasta in California. Um, it's changed a lot since then. And sure. just in the last two years, yeah. it's changed Right. considerably we're just watching it change and then yes we did we are going to show our movie the curve of time that okay. solomon made with us yeah in denver and it seemed so silly to just fly down there to talk about a movie that's about you know yeah. curbing your carbon footprint so my car couldn't drive down there the charging infrastructure wasn't there but okay so we tesla's was so yeah. yeah we rented a tesla model s cool off some guy in calgary oh he's rented just like a yeah. turo is yeah, that like, a turo it was yeah, turo? Yeah. That's, yeah. Oh, that was a while ago I no turo. I just, oh no it was amazing yeah he cool. he had no idea what we were about to do with his car but we took his car from Cal- calgary right down to denver and back and that's pretty rad skied salt lake and jackson had a wicked adventure but okay. then when we showed the movie it made a lot more sense to have driven down there right. that way you know it's like a tip of the hat you'd be like hey and we didn't use fuel to get here yeah i think that's cool i think there's a people i've seen people bitch about like you know the batteries are this and batteries are that and the cars are this but like i was saying before if you can if you can find ways to cut out smaller portions of these things you gain traction yeah and if you have this car where it's like yeah you still have to make metal and everything else you have to do things that sometimes fossil fuels are necessary to build things that we use as humans yeah like even if it's like medical tools or whatever it is yeah no it's not perfect that's the no, like but, but right now like 95 percent of those batteries are recyclable yeah so that's five percent loss over the years and i know that there's big brains out there working dude. trying to figure out yeah. how to recycle all of it you right. know yeah so it's pretty cool. Where's, uh, where's the beer? There's beer in the oh, fridge. Oh yeah, there's beer in the fridge. You can grab one. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, I could use one. Sure. Yeah, totally. I was actually curious why you weren't drinking anymore, but you're done already. Uh, no, I think um, it's the the left side fridge. Just don't hit the camera. Yeah, I know that's what I was looking. You hit the camera. No, I didn't hit the camera. Uh, looker's left. That's the freezer. <laughs> Is it not opening? Oh yeah, here I'll, you sit down and uh, just say something fun, awesome, and I'll get beers. <laughs> this is why the show's uh, casual, man. I'll, I'll let Ryan mess up because I definitely yeah. <clears throat> at least he'll be responsible for it. No, but what I was thinking, uh, how how sick was the? Um, oh gosh, how sick was the? Uh, oh, that's a good technique. How sick was the Tesla to drive? Yeah, so I drive a Chevrolet Bolt. Yeah. We drew. We drove the Nissan Leaf. And then it going driving the Tesla was yeah it was going into the future, it was it, it, yeah it was ridiculous. 
Nicely done. I think you did it. Yeah. Sorry about that video, everybody. I've been in the room for a bit. Uh, <laughs> it, it was the future. What, what's so amazing about it is their charging time. So right now, if I go to Vancouver from Revelstoke, it used to take me six hours, or it takes me six hours in a gas car. And it takes me, the fastest I've done is seven and a half. Most of the time it's eight, eight and a half to, hours to in charge. my electric car. Just because oh. I have to charge for about an hour and a half and I drive slower. Okay, yeah, sure. Um, but now with the Tesla, like my buddy that has a Tesla, took him six and a half. So it only takes him a half an hour extra. Right. And it's pretty cool to me that Tesla's built the infrastructure to, have to be able to use the, um, I didn't rinse these. No, I saw that. Cheers, I did. Buddy. Cheers. Uh, yeah. Mm. The look me, the look at, the look in the eyes for cheersing. <laughs> is that something you've done that for? A long, is that oh, I have to do. We do the googly eyes. I don't know if you saw it. It was like that. Yeah, because right. it's awkward. Is it not to do? We make it. Well, it's better than this. It's, at least it shows that you're sure. connecting, and it's not right. just like oh yeah, I need to look away. It's it's about like you cheers for connection. Sure. So yeah, you do the weird googly eye thing, but like yeah. we make it crazy. I can look at your chin or something, <laughs> but then yeah, it looks weird. Yeah. yeah, yeah, googly eyes. I um anyway, I, every time somebody looks at my eyes, I do it too. I just I'm always like, who taught you this? Where are we getting this from? Because before I was like cheers, and I get it. There's also one where you're supposed to. You but cheers. that's so indifferent, right? Cheers, who cares? And I, well, you know, yeah, I mean, true. Yeah. You're right. That makes and then, sense. yeah, you're talking about the cheers where your mix, beers mix, so the poison mixes. Right. So you, so everyone, so you're not trying to kill your friend. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, sure. That's why I wipe the, that's why I wipe the top of the beers off, so you don't get that. Yeah. Foot, foot he, gun. He used to work in a beer factory, and he said that people step on the beers with their boots and stuff, yeah. and they feel full of. When junk, they're on pl- so. pallets on the in the cans, you just walk across to get to the stuff behind it and grab whatever. Yeah, Imagine where those boots have been. Yeah. So it's worth a little clean. Dude, yeah, I agree. That's yeah. what I learned tonight. Yeah. That's what all you're going to learn. <laughs> you know, this podcast is going to be casual as shit. Um, but no, um, there's this new Rivian truck. Yeah. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Uh, is uh, is there a truck? Do you think? You're, I mean, it's like 80 grand, 85 grand American. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess somebody's, I mean, and they're kind of like the Tesla. I don't even know. I'm just making shit up. But they're kind of like, I would assume they're like the Tesla of trucks because they're not an already an existing they look pretty amazing. There's a couple of different other companies. Um, it looks like a Ford Flex, but in a truck. Yeah. It's and a weird... I think I'd get the SUV versus the truck. There's an SUV? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. There's the T1 and the R1 or something like that. But yeah, they're sexy as hell. It looks pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. I want I'm the range and the torque are going to be awesome, I guess. Yeah. If I could go from Revy to Vancouver, 500 plus kilometers without charging... That'd be sick. And that's what that one claims to be if you have the, really? the massive battery. What's the uh, what's the range of the Tesla? 300 or 400? Most Teslas are around 400, right, 400 okay. to 500. Right. But that's if you yeah. drive conservatively. Man, if you had an electric bike, electric sled, and electric truck, dude, mm-hmm. do whatever you want. Solar no panels guilt. at home? Yeah. Yeah. Have you put those in yet? No. That's no. my goal this summer yeah. is to figure that out. Is that... Uh, I mean, they're available, obviously. Just yeah, that. and that's the same thing. Like one of the other things. Oh well, you're just going to tax the grid more. We need Site C because of you guys and your electric cars. So part of me is like, well, let me try this solar thing. And you know, we're not in an ideal situation sure. here. I might say something controversial here, but controversial. But um, the dam, once it's dammed, I get habitat gets fucked up, and the way it's built, and everything fucks it up. Yeah. But once it's there and it's built, I'm not saying it's awesome. But is that not better than drilling holes in the ground and torturing our earth all as much like just keep spreading our 
Yeah. I mean, that's a fucking... I'm not a scientist. That's for sure. You don't have to answer that question. I'm just curious. It's more of like me like saying... Yeah, there's there's a movie called Damnation. Oh, I haven't seen it. I don't want to see it. Oh, it's of how bad dates not th- are. They're not great either. No, I, no I'm not saying That's that. where a part of me thinks, okay, maybe that it, maybe solar is the way. I, I don't know. Dams, they bury all sorts of organics that then rot and oh, send shit. out methane. And For sure. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I mean, right. again, nothing's, nothing's perfect. Yeah, and they're not there forever. They have a lifespan. Right. Of <laughs> I don't like know. a long time concrete <laughs> lifespan, I guess. No, uh, there's silt Dude, and all sorts of sure. things. Right, because that's a fucking Damnation, watch it. I never we watched haven't. it. I'm not watching <laughs> it. Yeah, I'm not going to watch it. Uh, uh, yeah, I always just, I don't know. I don't want to talk a ton about electricity and killing the planet because uh, I mean, it was Earth Day yesterday or the day before. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't have a chance. I was driving. Yeah. I'm like, oh, here we go. I'm here we go. And then, so you sprayed extra fuel on the ground? Yeah, I just dumped it out. Yeah, I threw my garbage <laughs> on the ground. I'm like, what am I, why would I stop? Yeah, give it back. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> Everything's biodegradable. It just depends how long it takes to biodegrade. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, let's not get too deep into that. But no. I mean, it's it it is the the problem of our time. Right. And Unle- long- unless we're just being tricked by uh media and it's not. I had this thought about yeah. that. Uh and, conspiracy uh, theorists. Yeah. I, I think I watched too many podcasts, but um Don't you listen to I'm, podcasts? I watch them. <laughs> Honestly, I yeah. Watch this. Don't listen. Listening is for <laughs> it's easy. <laughs> listening is not listening is actually not easy. Watching is easy, but paying attention is hard. <laughs> um, Back to the conspiracy. Yeah, so I had this, I had this thought, and um, somebody I watched on a, on a podcast was talking about um, like aliens and stuff like that, and they were talking about like you know what if they come to see us, and I'm like, what if we are a product of them, and they're testing how you can fuck something up. Oh, yeah. The planet goes. Yeah. So our destiny is to fuck up our planet. Yeah. Because we're being, we were put here for a reason to go, let's see how this works. Like an incubator, like putting, putting like cocaine in a rat cage and seeing how they all react. Right. Yeah. All these things in our lives are kind of like cocaine of like consuming and absorbing. It's like kind of burning through it all. Mm-hmm. No, I know. Maybe, I mean, inevitably, maybe that is our goal. Maybe as a human, it's not procreation. It's actually planet destruction. Planet destruction. Yeah. And really we should just embrace it. Well, I'm just saying. Sure. But then I'm like, well, then our own free will has allowed us, has made us think about how do we change it? Mm-hmm. So are we like, um, we are the human droids that we're about to create that will end up taking us over. You know what I mean? Like, so somebody, some alien, Joe alien or whatever from some galaxy said, Hey, let's put these humans on here and see if they can manage blowing up their planet. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to create, you know, artificial intelligence, which would, will do what we are about to do to the planet and just in, in, in turn, kill us and that's easy to be like oh shit we didn't do that right and they'll mm. move on to something else yeah i don't know that's that maybe the art of artificial intelligence is the next species that's going to sure. take over and they're they're going to be self-sustaining they won't need to eat all they'll need is solar energy yeah and they'll just they won't even care if it's polluted and fucked up because yeah, they, they don't breathe worth. yeah they don't breathe. well they're, they have air filters yeah but yeah but but <laughs> Yeah, but, but <laughs> that we have developed enough to filter all this shitty air. Yeah. It'd yeah. be like, uh, what's that fucking movie? Um, <laughs> I have no idea what the You're movie. allowed to swear on this podcast? Oh, dude. Yeah, for sure. I, I'm going to get stickers made that say so fucking casual on it. <laughs> I'm going to put them all over the, everywhere. I'm going to litter. Sorry. I'm going to get electric stickers so they don't consume any fuel. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, I, I don't know. Uh, do you believe in that kind of stuff? Aliens? Do you think there's something out there? I mean, you don't have to put yourself in a. Well, no, it'd be hard to think there isn't. Like, right? Why would you say there isn't? Yeah. Why would if, you? If space is as big as they say it is, right? And the Earth isn't flat, right? 
Dude, it's fucking flat. <laughs> I've have, I've I've driven this earth and I've never it's, it's flat. Yeah, right. Um, I'm found the edge. But it'd be hard to think that like why would we be the only special things? You know, right. why would it not happen somewhere else? Yeah. In a similar situation. It's, I mean, come on. I I'm not yeah, like, I think for sure. Like uh, yeah. Stuff that I can dream up, this random shit that comes out of my mouth. I'm sure there's something going on like that's way more random outside of our universe for sure, right? Whatever that is. I don't think we're being, I don't think anybody's testing us or built us to see if we can explode our planet, but we're doing, we're trying. We're doing a good job. Yeah, for sure. And I'm guilty of it for sure. I mean, I try, but um, it's tough, man. It's it's a tough scene to think about uh, your impact on your on your life and, and or on the planet trying to change it. It's a big impact. And I commend the effort you put into it. Um because it's not an easy commitment. And once you commit to it, you can't go back because everyone's in your case. Yeah, you probably can. But I mean, case, I was thinking I might go back. I might just all of a sudden break down and just heli ski every dude, mountain. You should totally every right. mountain within a hundred kilometers of here, rent a heli for like three weeks and just bam, 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 bam. Dude, if you switch <laughs> over to being just full on fuel, every company who you'd be like, Greg, you're doing what? They would get so much publicity. I'd like, I got sled now with fucking truck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. I'm heli into work. It's across the street. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Yeah. Probably get way more publicity than you do. <laughs> you're right. Maybe that's the next move. <laughs> yeah. I just think that, uh, I said this before, like as humans, technology will keep us alive longer and allow us to be more resilient to the impact that we've put on this planet. Mm hmm. And so if that's the case and people get that way, what's the, what's the motivation for someone being able to figure out our planet being destroyed if science can help us live longer, be more easily, like, you know, fight cancer, fight these things that are killing us, that we're killing ourselves with. Mm -hmm. If that's the case, they're kind of running at each other, I feel like. Yeah. You can tell me if I'm way off track here, but I feel like there is a bit of, or it could be too... I don't know. I just what is he doing with his hands? No, they're they're running <laughs> off track. They're running into each other. Yeah, sorry, I'm making some weird gestures under this. But uh, I asked Greg for tape. He didn't have any, and I he said it was kinky. But uh, I don't know. I think that's a, a, a conversation I could go on for. Oh yeah, it's, for hours. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Many um, more than just two beers. Yeah, totally. Uh, what's your next adventure? Where are you going on next? You got a summertime thing planned? Are you going to train or? Well, I've started. I started running a bunch last summer. Yeah. Um, well, I started running a bunch of years when I broke my leg five years ago. I was, you ran with a broken leg? <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. You broke a leg that started running? Galumping. <laughs> no, I've Galumping? been... Galumping? <laughs> that is, but cool. Galumping. Imagine right. it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. It's running right with broken leg. <laughs> yeah. Well, because you broke your femur in like the Himalayas somewhere, right? Yeah. Yeah, cool. But yeah, but as a rehab, I've everything re reacts to stress. So two years after, I started running because I wanted to make sure it healed properly. Oh, right. Not oh. just like coddle it, take care. It's like, okay, no, this thing needs to right. survive impact. So I started yeah. running again. And then last summer I did a bunch of long runs in the Rockies, right. like 50 K runs. I've never done cool. anything like that. Amazing, ever, amazing runs. It was yeah. some of the newest experiences. Were you with Adam Campbell? No, I've, I've done a couple of runs with him, but oh, yeah. yeah, he's a good runner. Oh yeah. I wouldn't, I'm not a good runner. <laughs> yeah. I'm just a runner, but, yeah. um, yeah, basically I'm looking for more adventures this summer running and climbing them. And, um, I'm trying to, I'm going to get in touch with somebody and see, try to do my first hundred kilometers. Why? No shit. At least something I'll be like, shit, I, I ran a hundred kilometers one day. That's cool. <laughs> but I want to find one that's interesting. That's like, you know, it's for fun. It's not, you're, you're not trying to like, Oh no, there's no yeah. records. There's right. no yeah. records. Right. Yeah. No, last year, like the, one of the runs, the ice, uh, the skyline in Jasper, like the records three forty five. we did in nine. Wait, how long? It's like a 48 kilometer run in three hours. Yeah. Uh, trail run or like trail a run. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Amazing shit, really? trail run. But 
We didn't. We took pictures. We swam. And like, you ran it in how long? Nine hours. Oh. Oh, that's horrible. Oh yeah, it's totally horrible. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's not even. Not, oh no, it's over five kilometers an hour. Oh yeah, well, that's not bad. That's yeah, that's just, yeah, that's on your bike. Yeah, it's not about. It's definitely not about. It's just about kind of trying to push limits and just right. have fun with it. It's not. It's enjoying it, right? Yeah, I think it's the thing. Do you think like I think that's people are frustrated by that in like life. You're trying to keep up with everybody. And everyone's like all the only the only glorified things that we see on social media and online are like people hitting these huge pinnacles of their careers, whatever it is. Yeah. So at home, you're like, man, I can't run a hundred kilometers. When all we're asking you to do is run five kilometers. But now it's like, that's gone. Like five kilometers is like, it's like nothing anymore. Yeah. But it is huge for some people. But like, if I can't run five, I'm not going to run a hundred. You're like, you're supposed to, keep but, but if some, if you see that somebody ran a hundred, you'd be like, well, maybe I can run five. Right. You know, you think more people are inspired by that or more people are dejected by it? Yeah. I don't know. That's a it's good tough, question. Right? I figure if, if it's too far, then they're probably dejected by it. Right. But if it's cl- it's tangible, I mean, it's last summer before last year, I'd never rin- run more than 28 kilometers, maybe a 30 oh. kilometer. Right. And then last <laughs> summer, I, <laughs> yeah. it's fucking long. No, dude. they were long. Yeah, for sure. And, but then last summer we did, I did, we did 58, we did 48, did a bunch of long ones. Yeah. And yeah, I was just slowly working my way up and trying something different. And yeah, like I say, it's not record bait record at all. Do you find it the same when you're running compared to like, say, to ski touring uphill? Do you find the exertion obviously the same, but do you find your mind isn't, I mean, obviously in the mountains, you have to be more aware of what's around you, what you're doing. Mm-hmm. In the trail running, you can wander more yeah, in yeah. your mind. Do you yeah. think that helps you appreciate the intensity of being in the mountains as far as snow and like uh like being have to be aware all the time like do you appreciate being able to like wander i know yeah the uh i i definitely appreciate it it's just like right. do you cry let, and work let, through shit while you're running <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm not a crier right. but yeah i just let my mind go it's great yeah. <clears throat> it's a great way to figure out new ideas what's sure. what i'm going to do next whatever i'm writing or working on and it's yeah. like I love it. It's definitely meditative. That's cool. Today I ran for an hour and a half. It was the longest run this year. And it, oh, it was right. awesome. How long did you go an hour and a half? 13, 14 K. That's it. Yeah. I know. Dude. Yeah. I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> and then I, <laughs> then I got home, had a smoothie and a nice nap. Cool. Yeah. Right on. That's a good that's day. where the thoughts really happen. Boom. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. a good day for sure. That 25 minute nap. I, yeah. I definitely had some good thoughts in there. Uh, what are you working on outside of athletic endeavors that you think, or it's like, uh, you work on a book, right? Yeah. 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 Um, Last you, year when I broke, it's, I started working on it years ago. You can, you've been fucked up a few times, eh? A couple times. <laughs> yeah, but so. just before then, sure. nothing. Yeah. Okay, cool. So. I mean, I, I cut my finger off when I was 14, but. On a boat, right? With a rope? Yeah. That's crazy, yeah. man. But no, anyway. up to then, like this broken leg was um, 38. I hadn't had anything for like right 24 years. But right. then I broke my leg, healed from that. Last fall, broke my collarbone and ribs and stuff. Snowballed. <laughs> That's a pretty hefty mountain bike. Now crash. people think I'm this accident prone guy. It's like that's not no. Well, that's, I, like, that's not what I haven't been. I haven't been that, but lately I have been. That's like me too. I've had one accident. It's horrible, but I'm like <laughs> I'm not, it happened once. Yeah. Give me a break. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. So uh, sorry, I meant to say. Um, or I asked you. So your book, but are you? What's your other passions, man? Like, what do you do on the side? Do you play piano? Read fantasy books. You do. Oh yeah. Oh really? <laughs> that's cool. What's the last book you read? It was a trilogy. Honestly, it's on my ebook, so I don't even see the title. It was really good. You don't know what the title is. <laughs> no, Just no. Read idea. a book. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Well, it was a trilogy. I read three books. Oh, but you don't, and you don't know what the title is? You don't have to say Something it. Tapestry. <laughs> oh, that sounds cool. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. It's actually really well written. Yeah. Um, no, I'm a big reader, but 
I mean, a big family guy too. Like yeah, my, of course. my biggest, like today it's like, I did a bunch of emails, worked all morning, ran for an hour and a half, napped, woke up, did some stuff for my son. Yeah. Cooked dinner. Right. Cleaned up, drove my daughter to trampoline. Now Trample, I'm here, dude. Hanging out till about eight forty-five, and got about then I'm gonna go pick left. my pick my daughter up. Yeah, um, yeah. It's a balance of everything, right? Have you ever, dude? I took a trampoline class a few years ago in Whistler. It's so much fun. Have you done like you, you go? Do you do? I, no, I should. My it's kids so crush fun, it now. Dude. They're incredible. It's so good. Like I don't know what's going on. My air awareness is like. I mean, I'm screwed if I get in the air. Mm. But uh, trampoline, man, I, oh, I just dude. imagined you. Dude, <laughs> I, I was, I was, I got better, man. Like the back flop, we just keep bouncing. Like, like yeah, yeah. Uh, my buddy Chris Turpin was there and uh, my buddy Kevin Labatt and Jeff, they're all like skier guys. They're not like way better than I am, but uh, trampoline class was awesome, man. I think I was like 35 when I was yeah. there. I mean, yeah, you get, you get worked. Like a scorpion on a trampoline, it's a scene. It's You're a scene. Like, yeah. Yeah, honestly, I'm, I haven't done it enough lately that I'm starting to develop lots of fears. I used to be able to backflip, no problem, front flip, and and you have a trampoline in your backyard, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but honestly, like, yeah, I'm, I've got a lot of fears with it these days, right. and I'm 43. That's it. I got to challenge those fears. <laughs> right. Hey, no grays yeah. here. You got grays. No, it's, I got grays in my beard, <laughs> and I'm lucky with blonde hair. You can't see. Yeah. Yeah. Subtle. Gray's t- gray's tough, man. Own it. Do you, when you grow your beard, do you have gray? No. No. You get nothing. No, legit, dude. Yeah, my brother. But right once up. it happens, I'm gonna own it. Yeah, and people are gonna be like, "Oh, Don't wisdom, wait. wisdom." Yeah, okay. No, yeah. I have a bet going with a friend right now. Oh yeah, I yeah. don't think gray's an issue. No, like my my dad though, he never had gray hair. When I oh, actually, I, he did have gray hair, but up until like he was like seventy, he had like red hair, or like maybe maybe not seventy, he didn't make it that long, but he was he had Does red. He hair. always lie on the podcast. <laughs> A lot of the time, dude. <laughs> I make general, I, I make general assumptions. <laughs> I accuse people of things that never happened. Yeah. I make up stuff, and I just, yeah, it's a worthy listen. Then, yeah, for sure, it's just casual. <laughs> I just, yeah, I don't, I don't think of what I'm gonna say. Yeah. Uh, no, but age is an interesting thing, and I, I guess, I mean, does it bother you? Does it, does it sit in the back of your brain? At forty, I think forty-two. My birthday, I was like, oh my god, forty-two is like close to forty-five. Forty-five is close to fifty. But as a family man, what, what, what hits your brain first? Like when you think about your age, like for me as a single guy, I think about, okay, what am I doing? Like, am I going to get married? Am I going to have a kid? Am I going to have enough money when I'm older? What's up? But as a guy who's like your family and you, like, you have different priorities than I do. Yeah. What, what hits, what, as, as age creeps up, what's, your, Oh, it just means I can do less. <laughs> you think about it physically, like a physical. Yeah. 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 Right. Cause then it's your, your life is physical. Yeah. My life is physical. Right. There's a whole huge part of my happiness that comes from being physical. And it's like right. my hundred percent that I used to have is I'm nowhere near it anymore. Right. Now I'm like 85% of my, right. what I used my max. Yeah. But then each year it's like, where do you think your max stopped? Like, like late thirties? Yeah. I'd say when I broke my leg is when ah, all of a sudden it was, it was, it was, it was something that my, my hundred percent will never be the same. Right. And that's fine. I mean, it's, it's, it's coming to terms with the, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I turned I 40 this year and I, I mean, I don't do much. I mean, I do a little bit of things, but I don't, I don't think I've changed. I don't think it's slowed me down yet. I don't think I was going that fast to begin with, so yeah. just, but so slowing down is a bit more relative, but, uh, all of a sudden you're going to take ibuprofen and stuff. Ibuprofen's not good for your bones, dude. Yeah. Your bones, bones heal with like holes in it. Yeah. Yeah. I heard that from, uh, my neighbor. <laughs> Reliable source. <laughs> yeah. Dude, he's, he's pretty smart. <laughs> yeah. Um, his neighbor, he's an air guitar right champion. Dude, he was an air guitar champion <laughs> at, in like Vegas, something like that. Literally. Um, he's legit then. Yeah. He knows yeah. about ibuprofen for sure. <laughs> but I've heard, I don't know keeps coming up, but yeah, I've heard that it makes your bones heal like, Holy, like Swiss cheese bones. Huh. So don't use don't, that. No, shit. I don't. I don't. Do you use painkillers? No. Like if you, what do you, what do you do? Just fight it out. Just tough it out. Well, I don't have that much pain. Right. 
it's so ongoing injuries you kind of like just fly through you're good yeah it's weird eh? some people get injured and they're like yeah i'm good some people get injured and they're just cooked you yeah. break your leg maybe the same thing you weigh maybe the same way you break your leg all of a sudden they, they're like in pain for the rest of your life yeah i don't know if i just shut it off a friend I think of mine it's mentally mental a friend of mine broke this pretty much the same time as me and he's like couldn't wear a backpack all winter he just got the metal removed because he's hoping it's gonna be better and I you, don't have, you have metal in yours still? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is it going to stay I, there? I don't know. I guess so. It doesn't bother me. Yeah. I don't but, think, I don't know. People get stuff. I have metal in my face. But I think we're just, some people are fortunate. They just ignore it and other people, they can't. It's definitely a mental thing for yeah. sure. Because I know like, you know, when you, when, when you get used to something, if you, it's like, if you stress in your life, you want to blame something. Mm-hmm. So you blame like, oh, I, I can't, my, my shoulder's fucked up so I can't go biking or whatever. I don't know. You, you manifest it in different ways. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, for me, it's like, okay, I broke my leg a bunch of years ago. I just accept it. It's it's like, I'm not going to fight this. This is reality. So how am I going to turn this into something good? Or why am I going to let it stop me? Better. Yeah. Yeah. But are we just lucky we don't have the pain? Because if you, maybe you're a guy who just doesn't have pain, you kind of healed, right? Because if if I had the pain, I don't know if I could deal with it. Like my neck, my neck snaps and pops. I'm like, what was that? Like, I'm like, if I, I think I lucked out. If I, if I had constant pain, I don't know how I'd Have you ever talked about your accident on this show? Uh, a couple times. Okay, good. Yeah, as long uh, as you know, pretty serious accident. Yeah, I don't really. I want to have. I want to have a. An episode. Hey, if it's casual, we have to hear about you too. It's not all yeah. about us. No, for sure. I smashed my face, and I got <laughs> four metal plates in my face. I got five fake teeth. Broke my neck. Uh, mountain bike. Drove home. Drove. Yeah. Well, I, I didn't drove home, but I I went to. Oh, you came I, home. Yeah, I yeah, went to Booster it. Juice the next morning. Yeah, because I couldn't eat. <laughs> my jaw's dislocated. Um, <laughs> oh my bike was fine. I was pretty fucked up, but uh. Uh, the thing is, like, I don't have, I mean, knock on whatever, whatever this is, this is I don't have that uh, ongoing pain. Mm-hmm. Like, I get it once in a while, but people get it way worse. So you have like a small injury, like all of a sudden now you're, you know, you break your leg and now it's like not aligned properly and you're just fucked. Like, yeah. It is an interesting thing where you can just kind of fight through pain. Yeah. But when you, like I saw you last summer and you were limping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we went biking. Yeah. No, so, I still I still have a limp at times for sure. Is that just because you didn't know how to, you were learning how to walk again, or like figuring out walking again, or limp is because it's painful, or limp because well, I probably I probably went and did some serious run the day before, and then I was limping from that. Oh, okay, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe I have a limp all the time and I don't know it. Well, you just it's and cool. then you just pointed it out. I didn't. Notice and now that. I'm going to be super insecure every time I walk anywhere, wondering if I'm limping. Just don't move your arm when you walk, and no one will notice your limp at all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just keep your arms beside your side. <laughs> Dude, that's the funniest thing. There's a Seinfeld episode where uh, Elaine's pissed off at some girl that she works because she doesn't move her arms when she walks. It's so funny to watch. And if you try it, try and move your arm. Try and not move your arms when you walk, or keep them in sync with the same leg. Yeah. It's a, it's it's a mind bend, <laughs> for sure, dude. It's alien shit. If you can yeah. do it, it's weird. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Injuries are. I don't know. I mean, everybody has them. People mm. get get worked more. But than yeah, you were mentioning a book. So last sure. last fall yeah. when I broke this, yeah, I was crushed, yeah. ribs, scapula, Dude. here, and I was on the couch, not doing anything. Right. So what do you do? I don't know. Play Tetris. Take a lot of opioids. Oh yeah, right. Of course. Um. But yeah, I was like sitting there, and I'm like, okay, what 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 do I need to do in my life that I haven't been doing that I can actually focus on now because I can't move. Right. You know, I can't go and run and bike and waste time climbing and doing those adventures. Yeah. So I did. I finally spent some time working on this book. That's like a long life goal. Cool. Man. And got like 30,000 words written, which a book is like 100,000. So it's a third of something. It's not bad. You got <laughs> something. something going on. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. But then I haven't done anything since I started. I Once I was healed enough to go adventure again. Too busy. So. <clears throat> which is kind of cool because you can give yourself something to look forward to. Like 
<laughs> if I hurt myself yeah. again, I can get back drop to my a shoulder book. or blow a knee. You'll know, be like, oh, start off where I finished. Oh, finally, I'm back to the book. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, I think it's like you consume your mind to something else. Mm-hmm. And if it's if you have a passion, you're like, oh, I'll do something, something in my life. Even if you don't go back to it for five or six years or whatever, you're like, oh, yeah, I did that. And you have that, at least that starting point, that base. Yeah, well, I, I mean, in my point of view, it's more like trying to figure out how to find a positive and a negative. Right. Because you can always find a positive and a negative if you try. Yeah, for sure. If not, you can just focus on the negative and then everything it's sucks. It's painful. Everything sucks. Yeah, the world's going to burn up. For sure. Yeah. yeah. The world's burning. Yeah. Everybody always makes fun of this electric car thing because I got to charge and stop. And my drive's longer or whatever. I, I mentioned it. Calm down, man. But uh, my wife got so mad at me. We just drove down to in her gas car <laughs> yeah. to catch a ferry. And I was driving 120, which is really fast for me now because I normally go 105 in my electric yeah. car because that's a good, I get right. good range with that. Yeah. And then afterwards, she's like, yeah, I was so stressed because you're going so slow. And meanwhile, I was going 120. I was flying, you know. How fast? Yeah. How fast do you want to go? Oh, no. She drives 140 or something. Yeah. I don't even know. Cool. I let her drive home. But <clears throat> but yeah, you just kind of switch your mindset. My mindset's right. been switched quite a bit. Quite like the electric sure. car. I'm hilarious. I don't. Yeah. I just sit there, put on cruise control, listen to music. I should listen to podcasts. Yours. Uh, you know what, I man? Just learn Spanish. If you're in your car by yourself a long time, just put Spanish lessons. Yeah. My buddy Jeff's doing that. He's learning Spanish. He works in an excavator all day, and he just puts Spanish tapes on it. He's fucking. And he's gonna have that one speak. chance with that Spanish girl. It worked. He's gonna fall he went to Peru. It worked. <laughs> he went to Peru. He Spanish. <laughs> Dude, it was legit. Uh, Worked no, once or more than once. No, it sounds now like learning, now he's he communicates with us all the time. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, if, whatever. Uh, but uh, he, uh, yeah, I think, um, pod, I don't know, fuck, fuck podcasts. I mean, everybody <laughs> does. <laughs> but no, I, I, I think uh, it's, learning a new language is good. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Do you? Uh, are you a music guy? You put headphones in while you're like speaking. No, no. Honestly, that's one of my big weaknesses in life. For sure, is a total dead music side. Yeah, but. You do things that occupy your mind. Like I think music yeah. is to drown stuff out. Oh yeah, no, I mean I. In your car, it's not silent, is it? It can be. I could drive to Vancouver silently. Really, and yeah. not drive off the highway just because? No, I'd just be in my loop. I do it sometimes. I'll be like driving along. I'm like, oh, the music radio's on. I'm like, cool. I pop it on. And then I'm like, this sounds weird now. Yeah, yeah. you get used to it after a yeah. while. No, I do listen to music, but I mean, I also just like when do you I read run. While, do you read while you drive? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I do. No, I just, uh, yeah. Well, when you run, you don't listen to music. I mean, no, no. I just, I, I, I like, I like my thoughts, and I like to yeah. get into them. And, um, but no, I wish I could play a musical instrument or sing. Tough. Like, yeah, I'm scared to sing "Happy Birthday." It's like that song sucks. That's why <laughs> that is the worst song. "Happy Birthday." The melodies, <laughs> everything's wrong, Ugh. dude. No one wants to sing it. Someone says "Happy Birthday," like, here we go. And then all the way I'm told we sing it too slowly, so now we got to figure out how to sing it quicker, and then at least you get the pain over with. Happy birthday as, as fast. Imagine a punk version of that. But like you have the service come out from the kitchen with a piece of shit cake, and like happy, and it's fucking bad. Well, man. I think you always start slow because you're trying to get everybody in. Okay, we're singing, and then it started slow, so it just stays slow, and it's just painful. Just say it. Yeah. Happy birthday. Yeah, done. Honestly, hug, kiss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever you do, singing that song, it's a, it's a, it's a burden on everybody in the room. Mm-hmm. I think. Unless the kid's like, unless the kid's like two, it's fine or whatever. Five, the kids like it. But yeah. it's like, it's just a, it's, the, it's the audio version of that creepy Easter Bunny that photos from like back in the fifties. That's what <laughs> I think it's like. But on know. the on the birthday note, I just went to my parents' seventieth or stepmother and dad's seventieth birthday. Oh, cool. And my stepmother read a 
speech that she prepared about her whole life. Oh, wow. And that was kind of an interesting idea to just like think of what, you know, I'm 43, say I make it to 70, it'd be just like, what yeah. other chapters am I going to have from here to there? And Yeah. You know? That's pretty cool. Are you satisfied with what you've done, man? Yeah. No, life's good. You're stoked, eh? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that's good. It's hard for yeah, people. Yeah. A lot of people aren't that way. Yeah. I mean, I've still got lots of things I'd love to you do. Keep, I mean, seeing yeah. sa- satisfied and motivating at the same time is cool. Yeah. He seems like you're motivated, but you're still like, yeah, you seem yeah. like a happy guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Might as well be. <laughs> yeah, like, what, what, yeah. What, why why waste mean, energy not being happy? Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> we, yeah, I guess... I mean, you're, you've had some ups and downs, mm-hmm. uh, but you seem like a pretty casual, well, I, I, casual I, dude. It was tree planting. Everybody should tree plant. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, I, I might, I'm 40. I can still do it. You can still can. Yeah. yeah. Jason, Jason Crock's doing it right now. He's really? Pretty, yeah. Oh, wow. First yeah. time ever. I don't think he's 40, though. He's not as old as you, though. No, I don't <laughs> think so. Uh, he's probably, he's even 30, mid-30s maybe. He's even 30. I don't know. But no, I learned a lot in tree planning from how to focus on goals, how to relax and ma- make things happen. And just, yeah, it was. Did it you tree plant around here? I did a bunch. I think some I saw some trees that got cut down from even tree planted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I saw a big pile of them on the side of the road the other day. <laughs> Those, yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah. I commented on that. Yeah. yeah damn. Yeah. yeah. There's uh, a lot of trees over there. I've never tree planted. I have friends who've done it and they said they love it and yeah. they hate it. It's like, love, oh, yeah. Love and hate it. For sure. But you learn a lot. So, well, it's, I think, I mean, to me, it's like, you can go through life without challenging or making yourself uncomfortable and kind of just get through. Yeah. Or you can challenge and make yourself uncomfortable and go through, go into situations that aren't great and uncom- and learn Yeah. and have a way more fulfilling life because you've, you've made it interesting. Yeah. I think that's the key thing is keeping your life interesting, man. Yeah. I was trying uh, to be deep there, but the second beer is making me more giddy. Than deep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we got, it's, it's 20 to nine. Got to grab my daughter soon. Yeah, for sure. So yeah. I was going to wrap it up, but I think, um, yeah, don't make your life boring. I think you're not doing that. No, no, we've only got one choice. One, oh, sorry. One chance. If it's so going to be like, long or short, it doesn't matter to me if it's long or short, as long as you just fucking doing. Well, yeah. So, you know, there's been a bunch of deaths in the last, last week in the mountains, you know, <sighs> That's rough. Um, from Mountaineers, Dave Treadway seemed to everybody seemed to know him, Dude, and it, it, it makes you really think about it. It's like, okay, well, I've I risk, I love it, but it's like, I have kind of taken this Mountaineers shit. I forgot what it's called. Anyhow, like I basically know that the risks I take could end the wrong way. Sure, and I've accepted that. But then I think about my family, and it's like, well, they haven't accepted it. Right. Like I have, and I get all the benefits, and then if I pass away, they get all the negatives. But, but it really makes you think about it. Is it all worth it? And like, you know, say you've got a glass of water, huge, like 750 mils of water, or you got, or you got a hundred mils of really tasty red wine. You know, would you prefer to have the really tasty red wine and savor it for a shorter amount of time? Yeah. Or this chlorinated shitty water. Make your teeth white. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Give you cancer. But you you see what I'm saying? It's like, you can have a shorter life that's really fulfilling and amazing that might not end well for, and it hasn't end well for people or mm-hmm. you can, you know, have I, a longer boring ass life that sure. just dribbles away till you fade away in your old folks home. I don't know. My memories versus like, you know, memories of a, of a, of a time where you, you're super adventurous and going out there can help fulfill a life. Even if it's short, like a long, boring life. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I've never, I've lived a long, boring life. I've lived a medium <laughs> length, a medium, bo- medium adventure. We don't have time life. for it, but yeah. R- 
Ryan yeah. and I had an incredible party in Venice Beach. Oh, dude. Where we, we had some We got two minutes shirts. to talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's ladies' night we, and it's, it's uh, martini time. Yeah, yeah. Martini time, exactly. Dude, we was, got invited to like a party with the, the, the Rothschilds, like high-end, wicked Wicked Dude. party with goddesses and and the guy with the horse hat on and stuff. Yeah, that was yeah. really strange. Right? It was a phenomenal night. That we was surfed California. Oh, we ate my mushrooms. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was cool. Man, that was a really good time. <laughs> yeah. I, I was telling uh, Henry about that fucking eight foot Henry. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> He's gonna be pissed if he sees this, but uh, you know, I was telling him about that. He's like, oh yeah. I was like, I tell me we went surfing in California. Uh, yeah. and, um, that was a good time. Huntington sure. Beach. Yeah, we slayed it. Yeah, we totally did. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um, yeah, sorry, I have to run. I mean, an hour of us rambling. No, it's probably enough. It's cool, man. I appreciate it. I've had podcasts an hour, some three hours, but no, it's quantity. <laughs> it's hours. quality. Yeah. Wow, savor those. Yeah, for sure. Well, some people talk a ton. Yeah. So, um, but you yeah, dude, I appreciate you coming by, and I, I'm glad I got to come to town to see you again for sure. It's good it's being cool. casual with you. Yeah. Right. It's good. I cheers you and Google your eyes, like. Yeah, Google your eyes. <laughs> All right, great kill everybody. Um, you can find them on social media. <laughs> you can find them in electric cars. Um, you can find them in the mountains. And Rebel cool. Stoke. Yeah, and Rebel Stoke, right. Cool. Thanks, man. Yeah. Nux. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> that was awkward. Uh, I got to use that sound to uh, stop. <laughs>